We're going squatching. We're going squatching, bitches. Welcome back! You did it. Thank you for joining us. I continue to be Lennon, and this week... We are formally introducing my baby brother. Orion, or Orion, if you're a hierarch. Didn't change it, did you? <laughs> and this is Don't Touch My Sasquatch. Here we explore controversial topics with energy and a good laugh. We're two guys and one intern that have a love and passion for these topics. Things you may have heard of but may not know the full story of yet. We're here to tell you those stories, share our opinions, and let you come to your own conclusions. We'll do the research so you don't have to. On today's episode, we're talking about colonization of the New World. More specifically, how competition for new resources to Europe from the Americas resulted in one of the most well-known unsolved mysteries in history. How did 115 people vanish without a trace from a newly established settlement? And what did the man put in charge of these people discover when he returned three years after starting the colony to find they were all missing? Now sit back, relax, and put your tinfoil hat on as we dive into the Lost Colony of Roanoke. So, let's address the elephant in the room. And by that, I mean he's not here. Ha! <laughs> Orion's with us today. Yes, I am. And by with us, I mean me. Uncle Josh. In spirits. Our Uncle Josh. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, his priorities led with, laid with a football game this weekend. But it's fine. You got to do that once in a while. You got to get yeah, some yeah, time to relax. Yeah, 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 Motherfucker yeah. works harder than anyone. So we got Ewan. Yes. Are you excited? Are you nervous? I'm horned up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> gross. Yeah, we're going to be talking about the Lost Colony of Roanoke this week. Um, when do you remember hearing about it for the first time? When you told me this and like when I was in like sixth grade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like... Hey, bud, uh, you ever heard about this? And I'm like, what? Seriously. I don't know. There's something wrong along the lines of that. Fucking sitting there one day, you're like, let me teach you some shit. <laughs> okay. That's great. I figured you would have learned about it in school, but apparently it was me. No, I never learned about that in school. I feel like I did. No, or I you, probably just you, knew about you it. You mentioned it at some point, and I looked it up and, and read it and shit. Yeah. I always well, thought it was cool. Well, yeah, the Lost Colony of Roanoke. This is going to be... Okay, let me preface this again. I, as everybody knows, love history. But that love of history has been passed down to this dear old brother of mine. True. So you're looking at a history episode today, folks. Basically. With some mystery and intrigue into it. Mm. So sit back, relax, and listen again to... Ladies and gentlemen... It's time to build a pyramid, paint some paintings, and start a revolution. Get ready for Lennon's History Corner. Thank you again, Jedediah. You may leave. So, history of colonialism. Everyone's heard the term colonialism. Everyone. Hmm. What's the first place that comes in your mind when you think colonialism? Fucking England. <laughs> These motherfuckers <laughs> colonized everything they could. And everyone. But hey, if you're listening from England, welcome. Thank you for listening. Apologize. Uh, but y'all wanted to shit. <laughs> so, what happens 
when your borders and resources grow too small for your ever-developing country? While fans of Sid Meier's civilization games, such as myself, know the answer, you expand into new territory. And that such thing began in the Americas as the first European discovered America. Who was he, and when was this? 1492. Who was it? Christopher Columbus. Nope, you're wrong. Oh, it's uh, Modern School Teachings tell us. Modern School Teachings tell us that in 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue, but what he really sailed was a sea of lies. Yep. Kidding. While his accomplishments shouldn't be taken away, he doesn't hold the title as the first, just one of the first. Something I'm sure you'll hear all your life for it. I'm just kidding. Oh, no, I'll never hear that. <laughs> it is widely believed, with vast evidence to support it, that the Vikings were actually the first to discover America. Somewhere between 970 A.D. to 1030 A.D. by a Viking badass named Leif Erikson. He created a small settlement in modern-day Newfoundland, but abandoned it after a little over a year's stay. Viking artifacts have been found all over the northeastern coast of North America to support the theory of Viking expeditions to America. Some f- f- around 500 years before Columbus done did his done his ocean blue That's sailing. That's how you do it. That's how you do it, he says. Those motherfuckers, they flew. The, flew. <laughs> they sailed to Greenland. And they did a whole bunch of shit in Greenland. Leif Erikson went, shit up. yeah, they went and set up their whole stab stuff in Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia. And by Nova Scotia, I mean Newfoundland. Yep. <laughs> and, You'll get that. And they went back. Um, they, only, they only had the settlement for like a little over a year, and then they dipped. At least Makes it was Leif Erikson's first settlement. Oh, yeah. So uh, Columbus, though. Columbus introduced Europe to the New World, as they called it. With his expeditions to South America, Central America, the West Indies, and other Caribbean islands between 1492 and 1504. Columbus was not seeking out the New World, but however, discovered it by accident while attempting to seek out a new oceanic trade route with Asia after the Ottoman Empire had closed down the Silk Road. Meanwhile, deep in the heart of it, Vlad was spiking and impaling to his heart's content. Shout out to Halloween special episode one. Y'all okay. remember that shit. Columbus, who played on Spain's national team, had opened the door to the Spanish to begin their conquest of Central and South America in the 16th century. Portugal had claimed the region of modern-day Brazil in 1500. Portuguese aristocrat, aristocrat and mariner Pedro Alvarez Cabral fucking nailed it. That was like chef's kitchen. While France had claimed parts of modern-day Canada, after its exploration by seamen and explorer Giovanni de Verrazano. Giovanni de Verrazano. Giovanni de Verrazano. One more time. (laughs) No, that sounds much better. It's Giovanni de Verrazano. Who mapped the entire eastern seaboard of North America in 1524? Damn, son. Yeah. Fucking perfect. Can, can you, you walk like the whole thing? <laughs> can you like go up to a fucking dude? Just go to a pond and map out its fucking features. shoreline for features, me. Yeah. <laughs> like Jesus, tell if me. If you go to fucking... coordinates 3264, you'll see one grasshopper, one leg <laughs> taken away. <laughs> dude, 
that, how they used to do shit like that blows fucking my wild. fucking mind. Seriously. There was one, I, there's so much things that I, information that I intake into my brain on a daily basis about either research for yeah, this or too. just my other interests. Right. But um, I can't remember where it came from, but there was an ancient map that was hand done. And they said it was so accurate that it was used for centuries, that it was copied and used for centuries because it was the most accurate thing. Of? A sea, a shoreline. Oh, okay. Sorry. Right. A, sea, a sea, seaboard. Gotcha. It could have very well been that fucking map in one of these things I read. I don't remember. Giovanni de Verrazano. I, I enjoyed that one. In the present-day region of the United States, parts of Connecticut, Delaware, New Jersey, and New York were claimed by the Dutch Republic of the Netherlands with the colony of New Netherland in 1614. So that was a hot minute after. Sweden had established New Sweden, how original, in the modern parts of modern-day Delaware in 1638. Other nations such as Russia, Germany, Scotland, <laughs> beauty, tried to fa- tried but failed. To set up colonies in the New World. New Russia, New Germany, and Scotland, too, were a failure. Scotland, too. (laughs) (laughs) The Scottish are coming. (laughs) Scotland, part two. We ride in the feast and the famine. (laughs) The feast and the famine. That's great. It's more so just the famine, though. Yeah. It's the... The The feast was on the way over. (laughs) Now, who do we not mention in all of this stuff? Our old pals, the colonizers themselves. Hashtag colonizers. <laughs> Hashtag England wanted a taste of the wealth and resources that Spain had acquired in the New World in the middle of the 16th century. But before setting up shop, they found that it was easier to hire privateers to intercept the Spanish vessels and take their cargo for themselves. Now, the privateer was a state-sponsored hired merchant ship, right? I don't know. I, I think it was like a mercenary kind of hire. Well, yeah. They would privately Privateer. take out. definition. An armed ship owned and officered by private individuals holding a government commission and authorized for use in war, especially in the capture of enemy merchant shipping. Yeah, fucking boy. Like government owned mercenaries. Pretty government much. Hired yeah. mercenaries. That's yeah. just, yeah, merchant ships that were outfitted and yeah. pretty much deputized by the crown to, to, take to go fuck shit. off and fuck shit up. So. Hashtag fuck with the free economy. So the English, hashtag England, soon learned that it would be easier to pick off the Spanish by launching from the U.S. coast as opposed to Europe. And troll, as opposed to what they were currently doing, was launching from Europe and trolling the waters, or Caribbean, all that shit. You know, you fucking know how it goes. So Queen Elizabeth I sent her friend Sir Walter Raleigh to the Americas to claim any land not already claimed by other European flags. Raleigh placed Captain Philip Amadas and Captain Arthur Barlow in charge of two ships in 1584, and sent them to the New World to find the ideal land for the crown. This is known as the Amadas Barlow Expedition, which we will talk a little bit more on in a few. They returned later that year and reported to Raleigh and the Queen that they had found a beautiful land home to many friendly natives. 
Raleigh named it Virginia in honor of Elizabeth, the Virginia Queen, or Orion, the Virgin Prince. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll cut that out. No, keep that. The first settlement was established in 1585 on Roanoke Island. But how did the English get to the point of setting up that colony? You may ask. They didn't. It was all a ruse. It was all a By the Spanish. Gotcha. And that's why it's a lost colony. It never existed. <laughs> we had to get there somehow. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, we wouldn't have got there without these uh, two half-wit brothers. Half-wits? Kind of like us. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, 1578 rolls around. Sure. Half-brothers, Sir Humphrey Gilbert uh-huh. and Walter Rayleigh, are presented with a six-year grant to explore and settle the unclaimed portions of the new land in North America on the Queen's behalf. So... Fearing war with the Catholic Spain and conveying Spanish wealth from Central and South America, the Queen saw the potential in the American coast as a haven for privateers such as Sir Francis Drake. Hey, uh, him later. Uncharted. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, because he's a descendant of him. Is he? I don't. I never played the games. Yeah. Nathan, I tried to play Nathan the game. Nathan Drake. He's a descendant of Francis Drake. I didn't know that. I never played the game. Pretty sure. Anyway, I, why are you asking me? I don't. Know. <laughs> uh, but um, so basically, the queen saw that there could be profit yeah, to be yeah. made. In they the, saw Spain doing, and they're like, "She's like, I bet, give me some." So <laughs> effective <laughs> propaganda. <laughs> um, so the effective propagandists and cousins, Richard Hackliet the younger and Richard Hackliet. The older, <laughs> these two cousins had the same basically name. just promoted the idea across all of England to okay. try to gather attention. Um, they supremely endorsed the trip because of the potential and the commercial aspects, and to also convert the natives to Protestant faith. So that was the start of it all. This is where everything started. Mm-hmm. So, using money from their six-year grant. Gilbert and Riley captained an 11-ship fleet, and they set sail in September of 1578, but only made it as far as the coast of Africa before turning back. Two years later, in March of 1580, Gilbert sent Azorian-born pirate Simon or Simone or Siamon, (laughs) not Simon, Fernandez, on a reconnaissance voyage to New England, where he discovered chowder, and in the mid-Atlantic coast... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Got him. Before he led his own larger mission in June of 1583 to Newfoundland in Cape Breton Island, Nova Scotia. Gilbert, being the adventurous and fearless brother, was caught in a terrible storm and died at sea before his plans for the new world would ever take effect. By this time, his brother Raleigh, or Riley, or Rayleigh, as Orion says, now close to the queen who loved his strong and natural wit and bold and plausible tongue, I'm sure she did, decided to order a new mission. Now, what new mission did she want? The first voyage. Which was two small ships, unnamed, sailed from Plymouth on April 27th, 1584. One of these small ships was captained by the short-tempered Philip Amadas. The other was captained by Arthur Barlow, 
who fought alongside Raleigh in Ireland. Now, real quick, Plymouth. Mm-hmm. Sailed from Plymouth or to Plymouth? From Plymouth. Plymouth, in, in Plymouth is in England. Yes. Okay. For all you people who didn't know that. There also was a Plymouth in the United States. Well, that's yes. why that was yes. named it. Yeah. 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 Anyway. So, sailed from Plymouth yeah, yeah. to the New World. Yes. So, with about 75 soldiers and sailors aboard and the company of John White and the mathematician Thomas Harriet. I, he's just sitting there on, leaning over the boat the whole time. He's just, 2 plus 2 is 4. 5 plus 5 is 10. 6 plus 6 is John 12. John White walks over to him. How you doing over there? He's, <laughs> he's I'm just, getting it. He's just looking off in the distance. I fucking did it. <laughs> John White's just fucking painting the water. His rare fish collection is going hard. Oh, I can't wait to hear about it. Go ahead. So, a Spanish captive present for the arrival at the banks when they eventually got there. I'm assuming it'd take about a month to get there. From? Uh, from Plymouth. Oh. Um, so. Wait, a month to get from Plymouth to the New World? Yeah. Do those trips were trips were long as hell. I think it was more than a month, Brody. Well, at least a month, but unless you like have a lot of money and your ship's bigger, Google's got us covered. This is a long ass question for Google. How long did it take to sail from England to America in the 16th century oceanic voyage? The voyage took between 40 and 90 days, depending on the wind and weather. In steerage, ships were crowded. Okay. Yeah, so about a month. Or longer, mostly longer. Yeah, because a month is 31 day. So, um, when they did eventually get there, a Spanish captive present for the arrival at the banks claimed that the natives attacked the two small ships and ate... Yes, eight, 38 Englishmen. They got hungry. But Barlow described no such thing. So, we don't know if that's true. That's uh, We know it's not true. <laughs> yeah, well, you never know. Maybe the Spanish was cracked out you of think his if, ass. You think if the native people started munching down on settlers, they probably would have gotten po- fucking poisoned. <laughs> <laughs> well, they got food poisoning. There's <laughs> There's that. But you think they would have continued to fucking go to that island? They would have said, fuck this, and just went somewhere else. Hey, we know some people. We know some people. Um, So this was not true. No. The Indians did, however, welcome the settlers with meat and wine. With arms wide open. Which is weird, because if they've never seen, you know, white people before... I thought they'd be, like, terrified. Like, you ain't never seen a white person before. (laughs) Exactly. So. So they welcome them with meat and wine? Yes, they welcome them with meat and wine, which is crazy because wine is just, uh, you know, all around the world. Wine is grape juice. (laughs) I know, but no matter where you go, there's always going to be some kind of alcohol. alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone, since the dawn of time, has loved getting fucked up. (laughs) Um. They were friendly and ritualistic, is, is what it? they said. Yeah, the Indians, Native Americans. Yeah, we say Native American yes. on this. Podcast. I don't want to be uh, racially motivated. <laughs> no, no, we say Native Americans. Yes, the Native Americans. Yes. Um, so the Native Americans had a chief named Chief Wingina, mm-hmm. and they sent two emissaries. Their names lost in translation. Mm. Um. Sent two emissaries to meet up with the English. Yes. 
Was this before or after the sharing of gifts? This was before. Oh, gotcha. So they met up with them. They just, you know, talked like, who the hell are you? As, um, as one with two different languages does. Exactly. Hello, how are you? (laughs) (laughs) And then you offered one, and then that's universal. (laughs) That was not a commentary on the Native American speaking language. That was a commentary on any type of language. Exactly. (laughs) We're not racist. No. We're Um, part Native American. Exactly. I think. The 2%. (laughs) (laughs) Like milk. Um, So the territories that they had countered, the natives, or yes, the Native Americans were known as Wing John Dakan, or properly as Azamokamokamuk. Dude, you fucking aced the shit out of that. Can you hit it again? Yes. Properly known as Azamokamuk. <laughs> I think you had an extra oko yeah, in the first one. <laughs> it sounded better, though. <laughs> it sounded so much better. Asamokamuk. <laughs> He's a Asamoko Moko Muck. Yes. <laughs> Fucking incredible. It's a it's an amazing name. I um I wanna remember that name. and I'm gonna ask Uncle Josh to say it. <laughs> so um yes. So a lot of the names in New York State were actually named after Native American tribes or locations. Yes, they were. Yes. So all over the place, not Asamokamuk. <laughs> this place was basically just a small village. And it had some some other villages surrounding it. Great. So when the English landed, they landed on Roanoke Island off of the coast of what is now North America. Duh! North Carolina. <laughs> Just inside the Outer Banks. Storms and shelves made it difficult for larger ships to take port, so the island was the best choice. When they landed, as you mentioned, they were greeted with the Asamokamuk trap. Their chief, Wingina, ruled over several towns on the island, including Sektion, S-E-C-T-I-O-N, and Desimunkipuak on the mainland, and another village on the north end of the island of Roanoke. Now, everybody, this is a little PSA from the DTS cast. We're not linguists, and uh, we apologize ahead of time for butchering any of these names, and we mean all respect. Now, Chief Wingina had an enemy named Pia Makum, who ruled over the Pomioik. He severely wounded Wingina in battle not long before the Englishmen had arrived. There was the Croatoan Native Americans, who resided on the barrier island east of Roanoke. Barlow was impressed by the Usamokamuk. He praised its riches in wool and red cedar, and the Native Americans had been suffering through a drought and didn't know how to react to the English encroachment. Some chiefs, like Wingina and his close relative and chief of Desimukapuak, Gren Grenjanimio. Did you have a pronunciation on that? Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was hoping for a little help there. Uh, Grenjanimio. Grenjanimio. Wanted the English as allies while others saw the English as a nuisance and wanted to get rid of them. They did. They hated them. The get-go. So fuck those fuckers. So they only lasted not that long. Maybe half a year. Start your life. Yeah, exactly. Half a year would be good, though. <laughs> I think I'd be dead by then. Um, <clears throat> so they only, they only were there for a little bit. 
So when the English left in mid-August, Chief Wingina sent with them two high-ranking Native Americans. Their names were Juan Cheese, an advisor to Wingina in Roanoke, and Monteo, the son of the Croatians, Werewans, Q, or female chief. By Croatians, you mean Croatoans? Did I say Croatian? <laughs> Dude, I fucked. I, I kept messing that up at home, too. I'm, like, reading over it. It's like, Cro- Croatians. Cro- no, it's not Croatians. <laughs> so they made it back to London. The dude's name is Juan Cheese. Yes, Juan Cheese. I enjoy that. I appreciate they're dope, it. They're dope names, though. Yeah. So when they got back to England, they ended up in London. The, <laughs> it just happened to be in London. <laughs> they just happened to be in London, you know, the capital of England. Just passing through. So in London, the two natives took up residency on the London Thames. 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 Granted by the Queen to Rayleigh. It was a grand mansion named Durham House. So the Queen gave these two yes. high-ranking natives uh, they gave a mansion. She gave Rayleigh the mansion. Oh, Rayleigh was and like Rayleigh was like. You boys want to stay with me? Exactly. <laughs> you know, because he's gay. <laughs> uh, but yes, so they took up residency in this grand mansion. Sure. Just fucking around, doing bits. <laughs> <laughs> doing bits, writing sketch shows. You know how you know, it goes. Everybody's probably looking at them like if they're, uh, you know, just those. They've never seen. I mean, they've seen different races before. Oh, have they? They've never seen. Well, they've sure fucking. They've never seen men like this. (laughs) So, in the mansion, the men taught Harriet Algonquin, and Harriet taught the men English. Who's Harriet? Harriet was the mathematician. Remember? Ah, yes. Thanks for reminding me. Three plus three six. Go ahead. Yes. And he's like, "This is how you do English." (laughs) And then they're just staring at him, like, because they still don't understand. So, taught him English, they taught him Algonquin. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, back at the Batcave, back at the Batcave, Rayleigh was trying to gain the attention of the court and the queen so that he may be granted supplies and support to launch a full-scale colony on that island, Roanoke. On the island of Roanoke. Yes. So, basically, he was just trying to gather supplies. Yeah. Um, Boring, mundane stuff. <laughs> Um, Barlow prepared a report emphasizing the best qualities and discoveries of their trip. Also, Heckliot, the younger, prepared a very convincing argument stating the need for colonization. In December, Rayleigh had the full support of the court and was knighted on January 6th, 1585. He was reassigned as Lord and Governor of Virginia. Virginia! Virginia! <laughs> So <laughs> oh, that's one of our favorites. So good. That uh, was a, that was a good childhood movie of ours. It was downloaded on the PS. John, John yeah. Carter, John Carter of Mars for all you guys. Yes. Virginia, Virginia. Sucked. <laughs> uh, in her war effort against Spain, Elizabeth hoped that sending Rayleigh to the colonies would help to secure a harbor for English privateers to prey upon the Spanish, mm. as one would. Yeah, fuck those fucking. Um, I mean, maybe. yo, <laughs> see, we got them. She also hoped that the, at the sp- settlers would find gold and silver in the new world. Yep, and also to convert the natives. Well, yeah, you see how much fucking gold the goddamn Spanish. Seriously, got? right? Those poor bastards. And down so there. instead of mining it, 
like everybody else, they decided to just rob the people. <laughs> so <laughs> Spain robbed the gold from the Central Americans and South Americans. And then England robbed the gold from the Spain-ish. <laughs> it's from the Spain uh, in the New World, too. Yeah. Um, so on April 9th, mm-hmm. 1585, some 600 colonists, 600, 600, again, without Rayleigh this time, sailed from Plymouth with five ships and two smaller pinnaces. <laughs> what? <laughs> pinnaces, they're small ships. They're like, they're just like Is it small boats. Is spelled the way you got it here? Pinox. Pinoxes. Pinnaces, maybe. Either way, we're looking it up. They're like small ships. Stand by ones. A pinnace. A pinnace. A small boat. Hold on a second. Let's get the audio turned up on this bitch. Small boat. Here's, wait, shh, shh. Penis. Yeah, so I got it right. Penis. Penis. All right. It's penis. a penis. With, with five small penises. Go ahead. <laughs> 600 colonists with two with five ships and two penises. There we go. Um, Sailed from Plymouth again. Two. But this time without Rayleigh to Roanoke Island. Gotcha. Um, Sir Richard Grenville. Mm-hmm. Rayleigh's arrogant cousin commanded the flagship called Tiger. <laughs> yes, but it but it had like a you know the marking at the top of the eye, so it was probably like Tigre or something. <laughs> <laughs> Tigre. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> um but this ship was piloted by the ever present Simon Fernandez. Oh Simon The Azorian. Oof. Sir Richard Greenville. Um you already read that. Yes, I did. Uh, Colonel Ralph Lane, who was just the sheriff of a County Kerry, Ireland, Ooh. was second in command. Along with... Hey, Lane, you want to go on a ship? He wasn't. Where are we going? Said, All right, then. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we going? What What say you? <laughs> Hey, Ralph, you want to go on a ship? <laughs> All right, dude. <laughs> no questions asked. He was, just, he was just happy. He was a sheriff. He'd been dealing with some shit. Oh, uh, God. Yes, so he was, this, he was second in command on the <coughs> ship, along with Amadas, Barlow, White, Harriet, Monteo, and Juan Chis aboard. Oh, Monteo and Juan Chis went back. Yes, they came back. They kept going trips. Ah. They were basically they enjoyed the, the middlemen. They were the middlemen in this. Um. Yes, so around half the colonists were actually soldiers. The mm-hmm. rest, they were carpenters, smiths, cooks, shoemakers, and at least one minister. All of them were men. What about electricians? Was there electricians? There was not electricians. <laughs> That's weird. Why wouldn't there be an but electrician? But there were mechanics. <laughs> <laughs> There's mechanics, electricians, and even solar guys. <laughs> exactly. They were really progressive. They were getting into it. So... Yes, they were all men, so 600 men. There's got to be some fuckery going around on the boat. I'm sure some of them died on the boat. <laughs> oh, you're saying fighting. Fighting amongst other things. <laughs> oh, no. Um, That's getting cut. <laughs> so, May 11th, Grenville and the Tiger stopped for a few weeks at the mosquito-ridden Masquidal in present-day Puerto Rico. Waiting for the rest of their ships, which were separated during a storm off the coast of Portugal. The Tigre. The Tigre. Um, yeah, so basically, you just 
ported just there. Waiting, waiting for the rest. Ported of the there folks. because as soon as they let off their ships from Plymouth, they all got separated like immediately. Really? <laughs> just immediately. <laughs> like we'll see you there, and then it just like, you turn around. And they're like, oh, where is everybody? <laughs> There's nowhere to be. You see, like one man drowning in the water because he just got. Oh shit! So immediately <coughs> they all separated. So they decided to meet up at uh, Puerto Rico, present day Puerto Rico. I'm not sure how they all um, got the word out that they were going to meet there. If they all <laughs> got separated, Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "What is Puerto Rico?" <laughs> You'll figure it out. <laughs> You'll see his shit. I don't care. Um. Yeah, so they met up you. at Port. Yep, they met up present day Puerto Rico, and they were waited. All right, so June twenty sixth. Let me tell you something, Ryan. Can I call you Ryan? You okay with that? <laughs> no. <laughs> you put a boat right now yeah. into the fucking Atlantic Ocean. Yep. I drop you on there with these boats they had. Yep. You captain that son bitch. You think you could find your way across the ocean to a fucking one point that you're meeting a like, hundred different people? I'd be like, all right, I'm going to look at the stars and it turn night and be like, all right, I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing and just end it there. Well, at night you would look at the stars, so. Well, that's how they used it uh, besides, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the, as, as, the as Josh likes to say, sextant. That's his favorite thing. Yes. but And by his favorite thing, I mean, he did it one time and it's my favorite thing. <laughs> so... Yes, they were they were guided anyway, somehow. Pretty incredible early it is navigation. Incredible. Yes, it is, and I think that's wild. Did they use sounding rods? Oh god! <laughs> Shout out back to one of the episodes. Shout out to an episode, <laughs> Mary Celeste. Go ahead. All right. So, yes. So the they were, they were going to meet. Yes, June twenty sixth, the Tigre or the Tiger <laughs> dropped anchor on a barrier island just outside of Roanoke called. Wako Wakan. Wako Wakokan. Wakokan. Kind of like Kukulkan. Um, 80 miles southwest of Roanoke. Okay. Um, three days later, Fernandez ran the ship aground, <laughs> trying to maneuver around an inlet. So they ended up 80 <laughs> miles southeast. <laughs> southwest, I meant. So southwest, 80 miles southwest of Roanoke, they decided that, okay, we somehow ended up this far, and they decided that they were going to just try to maneuver its way up, and then they just ran it aground. They just fucking ran it. Ah, shit! I just imagined, like, fucking turning that giant-ass wheel. I could see you get the paddles in the water. They're all just thrown really hard because <laughs> the the wind so the good. wind sailing isn't enough to carry it. It's so and good. then you just <laughs> and he just looks over and to you the side. You know when you run a ship aground. You oh, know, you can feel it. You can hear it. That's a long ship. That's a long time. It's just <laughs> for about ten seconds. For the first two seconds, you're like fuck, and then the eight <laughs> seconds rest, you're just waiting for it to end. Oh. See how far you got. So. They ran it up on on the ground, and all of their cargo was ruined, basically. Okay. Most of their cargo was just destroyed on impact. Of course. Um, with enough provisions for at least a year, they destroyed most of it. <coughs> um, and by most, I mean like 99% of it, because they only had 20 days left. <laughs> Jesus. So they had um, enough for a year, but then... So this was just the tiger, or was this yes, all this of them? this was just the tiger. Or was this like the ship I was like... They ran the aground. Tiger, That's what we must do. The tiger had enough provisions for a year. 
They no, ran no, no. the tiger aground. Okay, but it was just yes, the tiger. Yes. Okay. Where was the rest of these fuckers? Probably still fucking in Portugal. I think. <laughs> Puerto Rico. No, Portugal, where they got separated. I don't know if they made it to to Puerto Rico. Oh Jesus! Okay, they might have never even made it. <laughs> wow! I'm sure that 600 got dwindled to like 400 or something. <laughs> Probably the pinnaces did not make it. The pinnaces didn't make it. <laughs> All right. Um. So yeah, with 20 days of provisions, they they were freaking the fuck out. I'm sure they were. They. You gotta help us! <laughs> <laughs> yelling at the Native Americans who are just lining up their bows. <laughs> <laughs> just they're all lining the sword. The sun. Just, they're all lining the sword, just watching, and they just see <laughs> like a <laughs> coming and scraping the shit. Like up. a drive, a shitty ass drive by. They're just, just boom, 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 stumbling across the islands, and Native Americans are just watching over. <laughs> so, um, they had enough provisions for twenty days. You said this that may be cruel. This may. Be cruel to the way he crucial. Sorry, this may be crucial to the way that he and his men interacted with the Asamuk Indians. I don't know why I put that. Asamukumuk. Yes, Asamukumuk Indians. The Native Americans still remained unsettled by the English during the absence. They saw a solar eclipse and also a meteor shower, which then followed by the English came to be a sign of danger and a warning. Mm. So they I thought they didn't think it was a coincidence. They, they saw it as spiritual. A sign. Yeah. yeah. Um, so on Ju- on the third of July, Grinville sent a few men and Wanchis on a pinnace north to Roanoke to announce their arrival to Wingina, the werewolves of the Asamokomuk. Wanchis later insisted the English couldn't be trusted, but Monteo continued to wear Eastern clothes and perfect his English to support Grenville. Really? So they started turning. So basically, one one of them went one with them English. Stayed. One of them said, "Fuck them." Really? Yes. Yeah. That's a yeah. scandalous. So Monteo turned to the English folk. It's a harpsichord going on, <laughs> and uh, the other one just said, "Fuck you guys! You guys are lying," and went back to Wingina. Mm. So, July eleventh. Grenville led a group of 60 men, included Monteo, on a week-long trip to the mainland. They visited the villages of Pomiak, home of Wingina's rival, Pimacum. Here we go. Aquasacogo. Aquascogak. Yeah. And Secatan. Ah, Secatan. Yes, so they went to the island. So it's not section like your note said. It's Secatan. Yeah, I I probably misspelled it. No, Secatan. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. But (laughs) so they just took a week long trip to. They they took a nature's course (laughs) through the (laughs) through the mainland. They're like, why settle here? (laughs) They decided to settle on the smallest island. They took a little couples retreat. A couples retreat or a work retreat. They did. It just took a tour of all the villages. <laughs> this is white men. <laughs> Everybody, come outside. <laughs> visit with the white men. <laughs> Guess who's here? Guess who's no, here? No, 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 no. Don't look them in the eyes. I'll put a curse on you. <laughs> <laughs> just a white man looked at somebody and just sneezed, and they're like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, get him out. Get him out. <laughs> Take him out back. <laughs> do what you ever have to do. <laughs> Wrap it up. Get him out of here. <laughs> get him the hell out of here. <laughs> One sneeze just set a blaze in the village. 
<laughs> One sneeze was enough to kill half the village from fucking AIDS, dude. <laughs> Smallpox. <laughs> so much so that they had to write in in their history books as that. <laughs> <laughs> the sneeze heard around the world. Uh, Holy shit. Yeah. God damn it. So, while they were there, while they took that trip, John White, the painter, composed many paintings of Pomiak and Sekatan. John White was on the voyage. Yes, he was. But they misplaced a cup at the village of Aquascogo, and they rightfully <laughs> rightfully assumed that they stole it, so they took a return trip to Aquascogo, led by... Give Am- us a fucking cup! <laughs> yep, led by Amadas, where they burned the village for it. Holy shit! <laughs> they burned the village because they lost a cup. You're shitting me. I'm not sure if it was like a like a cup like a where you carry beer in at that time, or if it was just like a water cup, whatever. Way, it was just a cup. It was just a, a cup. For a cup. <laughs> they threw their arms up as soon as they got to the village. It was like it was like seeing somebody somebody come back into the building after you fucked up their drink or something, and you're like, ah, oh, fuck, dude. You know that one dumbass motherfucker on the walk back <laughs> was Dropped going. Shit. No, no, it was the walk back from burning that village. Was going through his bag and saw the cup and was like. Oh, shit. (laughs) Hey, guys, look over there. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, so they misplaced a cup. Burned their village. They're burning their village, yep. After the residents had fled, though. So they had saw... Oh, so they didn't kill any people? No, so they basically saw them coming back and were like, all right, wrap it up, get the hell out of here, get to the next town because you know these shits are up to something. They're going to sneeze again. (laughs) (laughs) If it was anything like last time, you should be in worry. Um, Yes. So, on July 21st, Grenville and Mateo met with Granganamio, werewants of Desamakipuk. They were granted permission to occupy the north end of Roanoke after they burned a village. <laughs> that's, wow. That's strategy right They're there. They're like, all right, you know what? We saw what you did. We're not happy with it. We'll, we'll, we'll listen. You've been friendly. You've given us some cool shit like diseases. So we'll give you this island corner island. You uh, can have a little bit there. Uh, hear me out. Hey, if you did, if you played nice with them, you could have that. But no. Basically just, he, he basically said, if you don't give us this island, and he, he wound up to sneeze. And he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, God, you can have the country. <laughs> I'm sorry. For the love of God, put a mask on. <laughs> so they were granted permission. Um... And half a mile from Wingina's town. So they settled about half a mile from the town. Mm-hmm. Um, on the island of Roanoke. By the way, this the island of Roanoke is eight miles long and two miles wide. Ooh, so another it's reference. not big, it's not small. <laughs> eight miles. <laughs> <laughs> it's not big, it's the not The Native small. American Eminem. That's <laughs> Nama Nam. <laughs> uh, that's relative. You're, yeah, it's, it's, not, not, big, it's not too big, it's not small. I mean, it's bigger than like, it's the size enough to of make an SUV, a, but... It's smaller than the world in the scheme of things, and I guess. You know, it's not that big, but it's big enough to, <laughs> to house a job. whole colony. So It does the job. <laughs> It'll do it. Um, so, yeah, they settled about a mile away from their town. So the English, depending on the Native Americans for food and guidance and whatever necessities they needed, um, were, were met with peace only because they didn't want to get slaughtered. Yeah, by the name. The Native Americans were... Were fearful of the English. Yeah, so they... But wanting to be friends with them because they knew how crazy they were. 
Batshit. Like, we seen all y'all. <laughs> I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to fuck with me. I'm crazy. Saw <laughs> so, so what you guys did over in Acapulco Mocha. The dude's throwing up his arms and shit. <laughs> you see the dude's fucking talking to a tree over there. <laughs> Who's that? Oh, that's just John. What's he doing over there? He's just painting the tree. But to him, he's just fucking talking to it. <laughs> yeah, stay away from that motherfucker. <laughs> um. Later in the summer, Grenville left for England, and leaving behind 108 men under the charge of Ralph Lane, they expected they expected a relief mission in autumn. It never happened. That winter, hungry colonists set sail to the Chesapeake Bay, where they met with Skeecock, capital of the Chesapeake Native Americans. Skeecock! Skeecock, yeah. No, the name's no. dope. So, um, meanwhile, death, famine, and disease took toll on the Native Americans back at Roanoke. Grand John Emilio died early in 1586. Sad loss. R.I.P. When Amadas re- <laughs> returned in the spring, when Gina was considering wiping out the intruders. Oh, he was going to fuck them up. He basically took a year off and was like, nah. <laughs> One more fucking time, I swear to God. <laughs> Where'd he go? Uh, he went up north? No, when Gina was sitting there, he was staying there. No, right. Ralph Lane. Oh, Ralph Lane. Yeah, they went to the Chesapeake Bay. Ah. Just so, a little, another retreat. <laughs> just another retreat. You know, I heard about this place up north. <laughs> They've the been tree, talking about it for years. The tree over there was saying great things about it. <laughs> In a later account by Ralph Lane, he accused Wingina of concocting an elaborate plan to rid themselves of the English by sending them to the more powerful and dangerous Chaminox. And their chief, Manatanan. Meanwhile, when Gina, who had now changed his name to Pemisapan. I wish I could just like randomly change it. I know, you're like, you know what? I'm not feeling this name today. You know what? Today, y'all can call me Erickson. So I was reading up on this name, and supposedly it means. I can't remember it now. <laughs> Fantastic. That was a great chair. I'm, I'm pretty sure it meant one who knows or something, Pem- one, who, one who understands. Pemisapan? Yes. One who understands, I think. Ah, he knows. So he knows what's up. He knows what's up. (laughs) So he took all of his people from their village and fled to Desamakipuk and cut off the English from their food supplies. Has to not have their food stolen again. Mm. Lane not only met with Menetanan and survived, but the chief's son, Skiko, told the colonists of a land where copper could be harvested. This Ooh. was like it's this is like right out of this the is like finding gold, but it's copper. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, copper was used for quite a shit ton. This of is shit. like finding copper. Yeah, how else are they going to get this? Those was a, this was a certified <laughs> copper moment. <laughs> <laughs> it was UL listed copper. Um, yes. So Skyco told them of a land of copper, and as you said, I know I'm trying to find where I am because I keep <laughs> fucking up. All right, so. This land was called Chaunas Temotan. That's my favorite Chaunas word. Temotan. Beyond Tuscarora territory. Skyco, oh. now a hostage of Lane. What the fuck? Yeah, He's giving them info and they, they just, just jacked him? It's like, you're useful. Get on board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, grab him. <laughs> no, Take no, him, no. Run, run. Not run. the one next to him. Him. <laughs> He knows his shit. The, the other one, the one has with one the, finger missing. I don't yeah. trust that one. Skyco had told the English of an impending attack from Pemisapan. 
maybe uh, who used to be Winjina, now it's Pendus. Yes, yes. So maybe he lied to further the Chowanok superiority, or he actually did care about the English. Doubtful, but he told them of an attack. Um, so on June first, Lane preemptively stormed Desamunkipuk. Pamasan was shot, but he fled into the woods. So he got shot. He didn't die. He <laughs> ran into the woods. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> These fools for real. <laughs> no, because those fucking guns they had. You could be standing five <laughs> feet in front of someone, and you you'd shoot them. your guy next to you in the kneecap with it. Yeah. They just fucking bow, <laughs> and then they're like fuck, and they're sprinting. Adam trying to refill their guns. Oh, the shit's dropping every ten minute reload. <laughs> so he fled into the woods, and not only did he not get killed, get the fuck out of here. He got chased down by one man, an Irish man named Edward Nugent. I fucking get you. <laughs> <laughs> hey now I'll chase you into the woods <laughs> No I can just imagine him running at him With fucking bagpipes <laughs> That's <laughs> Scottish dude <laughs> I know but still close enough <laughs> They're doing an Irish jig into the woods To try to get him Okay no no alright let me take that joke back I can imagine him chasing him down in the woods with a fiddle <laughs> <laughs> He's like hopping up and down That's great but what he did to him was not so oh, great Oh shit, <laughs> oh, shit. So um, chasing him into the woods And later emerging with his head <laughs> Oh I feel bad now <laughs> Yeah so he must have just fucking drop kicked him Stabbed him cut off his head And hey, <laughs> I got him <laughs> I've got him <laughs> I can't do an Irish accent You can't um, either Yeah so he chased him got him got his head I did great <laughs> I, I did great <laughs> June 8th, a fleet of 23 ships led by Sir Francis Drake and including future Virginia governor Thomas Gates arrived unexpectedly. Well, Thomas Gates? like Thomas Gates. Like yes, National yes, Treasure's Thomas own Gates. Thomas Gates? <laughs> the same person. Nicholas Cage was there? Nick Cage. Yes. So they just arrived out of nowhere. Yeah. Unexpected. No one said anything, obviously. Um, they landed. Um, Lane thought his men were going to be saved from hunger. But as soon as they got there, a hurricane struck, leaving the ship they were promised in ruins. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Let's recount. They ran a ship on board, destroyed all of their food. A ship expected with food arrives. Now, Unexpected with food. This is destroyed. this is all within a few months of each other? Yeah, all within a few weeks. A few weeks? Yeah, dude. Um, yeah. On June 1st and then June 8th. So seven days later, a ship arrives. No, no. From their arrival to June 8th. How, was, how, how long was that? What do From you when they ran aground until June Oh, 8th. that that was like a year. A year? Almost, no. So maybe. they well, so they got food. I think it was like May. So they got June. food to survive from the Native Americans. Though. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah, they were they were getting food back. Okay. Um, so these motherfuckers, they showed up. Hey, y'all, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> We've got some food for you. <laughs> it's it's all for you. You guys see that lightning over there? It's getting a little dark in there. <laughs> Don't worry. I wouldn't worry about it. It's been trailing us for weeks. We're good. <laughs> I wouldn't worry about it. And then... Fucking a day later. She's getting a little bit closer, don't you think? <laughs> the wind starts to pick up. Maybe a fucking, you know, a piece of hair flops in the wind from your face. It's like, it's getting cold, don't you think? It's getting a little chilly. Get some rain on you. Um, destroys it. Destroys Great. it. There's nothing Fantastic. left. Um, um, then Lane then decided to abruptly leave Roanoke. 
he just said, fuck this, I'm done, you can all fucking start. <laughs> he decided to leave Roanoke along with his men. Um, a relief mission arrived to Roanoke a few weeks later to an empty island. So they got there, and they are like, oh, what the hell, there's no one here. <laughs> um, same happened to Grenville in July when he arrived with 200 men and six ships. Some say the Native American that was found hanging from a tree in Roanoke was Skyco, the captured son. Mm. Um, Grenville left the island after just a few weeks, leaving behind 15 soldiers and enough provisions for a year. So they got food back, thank God, six weeks later, mm-hmm. after they died of starvation. No, they didn't die, but dying of starvation. They left 15 soldiers um, and enough provisions for a year. Mm-hmm. Just left them there. So... Rayleigh was furious at Lane for leaving. While still being intrigued by the copper mine of Chauncey's Temotan and a possible passage to the Pacific, he approved one last mission to the island. So this last mission was led by painter John White because obviously you make the painter the like, leader. Well, the mathematician guy went fucking crazy because he tried he to do AWOL multiplication. He went AWOL on a tree. <laughs> Couldn't figure out six plus four. <laughs> and decided to six fuck up the whole four. village. He's like, I can't do it! Arithmetic made him lose his shit. <laughs> tried to um, shoot himself in the head. He shot his ear off. <laughs> shoot himself in the head and he ended up shooting the werewolves of <laughs> Desamunkapook. <laughs> he shot a cup and it shattered to a million pieces and then someone's village got burned down. It's all It's all connecting. <laughs> The plan was to establish the city of Rayleigh, but at Chesapeake Bay, not Roanoke. So oh. they wanted to just abandon Roanoke altogether. Where, They're like, there's where too the many... F- we've made too many enemies. <laughs> <laughs> but they killed everybody, so... Where the Native Americans were nicer and the water better for navigating. This is at Chesapeake well, Bay. Yeah, you get the whole fucking bay, you don't have to worry about running yes. every ship you the own. The good thing the is there's so many tribes with the Native Americans that they don't even know who you are, and you could be like... You know those guys? Yeah, me neither. <laughs> we didn't know them either until we killed what them. What do you guys think of the Asamukamuk? <laughs> oh, Who? we hate them. <laughs> oh, so do <laughs> we, apparently. Well, it's a good thing we killed them. There would, it would be a different story <laughs> if you said you liked them. <laughs> so good. Um, yes, so casting off on May 8th, 1587, White carried with him 100-plus Paint settlers. sets. 100-plus <laughs> settlers. He threw some paint on the deck, christened it, decided to go forward. <laughs> Uh, White carried with him 100-plus soldiers, including his own pregnant daughter, Eleanor Dare. Settlers, not soldiers. Nope. 100-plus. Settlers, yes, settlers. <laughs> but I'm sure there were some soldiers. I was going to say, Eleanor Dare was pregnant and a soldier. She was a she soldier. Was like, she was for it. She was all for it. <laughs> she was an officer. For England. <laughs> her child had a knife. In, in and her, her husband who? And her husband, Ananias Dare. Oh. Ananias Dare. Yes. And also Puritan descenders were amongst these settlers. Simon Fernandez piloted the flagship Lion. The Lion survived? It's Leon, not Tigre. Oh, that's right. Two different ships. That's right. Leon to Roanoke said that they could check on Grenville's men and drop off Monteo and his companion. So they they got a lion ship? They got a tiger ship. They just need a bear ship. Yes. Let's see. Does the I don't know if they knew. No, they knew what bears were. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> I'm sure they did. Uh, did the lion fuck up and run aground too? Uh, we'll find out. Okay. I don't think it did, but I'm sure something did happen to it. Because every single ship gets fucking destroyed. <laughs> um, so they left. Yes, so they left and um, so they went to Roanoke. Roanoke. Yep, so they could check on Grenville's men. There are 15 soldiers who conveniently had a year's worth of supplies. 
Um, they arrived. And As also one they does. Had, <laughs> yes, they arrived. And also they had Monteo and his companion, Toei, who was back in London because they were taken back. Wait, I and thought Monteo was... He came back. No, and remember, he, con- he further continued to... Explore with the English and learn English. Wait, oh, was Juan Cheese was the one who said, fucking get revolted. He, yeah, he's like, you guys can okay, fuck off. I follow So Monteo went back to London that, with them. No, that makes sense. Yes. Though. So he wanted to get dropped off with his companion, Toei, who spent 10 months in London. They arrived on July 22nd, but the 15 soldiers were not there. Oh, because no. 15 soldiers against 30,000 Native <laughs> Americans just doesn't generally work out. No. Um, and the those fucking Englishmen were fighting with Englishmen war tactics. Yes. <laughs> so they were all standing in a straight fucking line. <laughs> Why aren't they shooting? It's not it's not their turn, dumbass. <laughs> it, obviously you can hear the bells t- tolling. <laughs> If you hear the drums, you gotta well, shoot. Well, they're, they, why aren't they shooting? They're not here yet. Do you not see them and not in front of us? Oh God! You see the flags, don't you? Once they get here, we'll begin the battle. Why are you on the ground? What is that stick out of your head? Uh, yeah. So <laughs> guerrilla warfare. Guerrilla warfare. That's how you do it. Um, little history joke. Exactly. Um, so they arrived on July 22nd, but the 15 soldiers were not there. They did, however, find the bones of one of the soldiers who had been slain long before. By a lion. Leon. No. <laughs> he probably had like 16 arrows in him. <laughs> probably. Um, yes. White's men were not allowed back on the lion by the Leon by Fernandez for, for reasons unknown. White's they men were not allowed So back? they landed back on the island. They landed on the island, couldn't yeah. find the 15 men. And they were like, all right, let's dip out. And then Fernandez was like, no, you're, you're he left here. them there. He was like, you're here. You're, you're not going anywhere. Damn. Um, for reasons unknown. Yep, they just left them there. Shit. Intending to settle in Roanoke. They weren't just worried about what had happened to Grunville's soldiers anymore. Once they had discovered White's advisor, George Ho- Howe, Howie, on July 28th, found dead with 16 arrows in a gruesome beating, some two miles from the camp. Holy shit. Yeah. So three days later, White sailed south to meet with the Croatoans, who reported that the Wanchis killed Howie and the soldiers. Monteo's people promised to support the English as long as there was a badge or some such indicating them as friends when they encountered them on the island or on the mainland. It's basically saying, like, we're with you. Don't fucking kill us right off the bat. So as long as they, like, identify yeah, themselves. So, yeah, so they'd be like, you see that? You see that? We're good. You see this we're tat? Good. You see this fucking tat and there, boy? <laughs> we think I got they, that bad bitch. They were running to fucking take London. <laughs> take that badge, rip it off. You ain't no bitch. And stabs him. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no bitch. <laughs> Step off, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't believe Drake just, like, yeah, there's, peace. Uh, Fernandez, he's just. He's oh, like, not Drake. I meant he's like, Fernandez. He's yeah. like. He's like, I. You see this land? You see this land? This yeah. land this is, is your yours land. Now. This land is your land. This is my ship. <laughs> You're not allowed back on the ship. <laughs> that was great. Oh, uh, yeah. Shit. So, as long as they were promised a badge, they were good. Cool. Um, everyone loves free Everybody merch. loves a badge. <laughs> exactly. Everybody loves a badge. It was like a sticker. Speaking of a sticker, you everyone, a sticker. our stickers are on sale on our website. Check them out. Yes. EDSCast.com. Look it up. So White asked the Croatoans to spread the word for peace talks within seven days. They heard nothing. No one responded. 
which obviously it they was like it was red. basically like the Japanese during World War Two. No one responded, so they're like, "Fuck them, <laughs> <laughs> fuck them." <boy. laughs> they're about to find out. <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck them. They didn't say anything. <laughs> Just left them unread. We'll, we'll, we'll tell them. So, so around midnight on August 9th, Monteo led the men across the water to Desamunkapuk to attack the village, thinking that there was Juan Chiza's now enemy tribe, only to discover that the friendly Croatoans had inhabited it and the English after killing Manatonanan and some dozen other Croatoans. Did they realize that yes. they accidentally attacked friendlies? Yes. Friendly fire. They had friendly fire turned on. They off. had friendly fire. <laughs> or friendly fire turned on. I don't know how. They had the badges for a reason. You should have known. <laughs> they, no, 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 no. They must have stolen these badges. This can't be. <laughs> no, this can't be. Uh, according to White, the Indians still stuck with the English after fucking killing all their friends. We didn't know. That's not our fault. Will you be our friend still? They're like, <laughs> sorry about that. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, they continue being friends, and on August 13th, Monteo was baptized into the Church of Ooh. England and crested in Lord of Roanoke and Desamunkipuk. August 18th, White's daughter gives birth to Virginia Dare. This was only a few days after landing. Nope. Yes, yeah. Sorry, yes. Virginia so, Dare was the first European born in uh, North America. Mm-hmm. August 21st. Fernandez was finally done unloading the three ships and asked who would join him back to England. No one said they would. They all voted against it. But they did, however. They didn't vote against it. They all voted against going back. None of them went back. They didn't vote against going back. They just voted not to go back. They did not vote to go back. None of them went. Yeah, that, that's the whole point. No one, no one went. But they all voted on one person to yes, go. Yes, they all voted. Yes, that's what I was getting to. None of them voted to go back, but they all voted for, on one person to go for them to represent them. And that man was John White. Who, me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go back. Now, here's my thinking. You think that they voted on John White because they were like, you're the best of us. You're going to talk with... Because the whole reason why they wanted people oh, to yeah, go... Oh, yeah, that's exactly what they did. The whole reason why they wanted someone to go back was to bring the news of what they have, what they've established, and to get more supplies, correct? Yep. And that's why they voted John White, because he knew the layout of the land. He knew where he was going. He was the lead of this expedition. Yes. yes. That's what I was thinking. Do you think they voted on John White because of all that? Mm -hmm. Or do you think they were like, this fucking guy sucks. Get him the fuck out of here. Fuck this dude. We need a He took guy. away Taco Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> we want to party every fucking night. And this guy's like, no, you go to bed today. This fucker made Salad Saturday, I think. <laughs> salad Saturday. Who the fuck likes Salad Saturday? They made Starvation Sunday, I think, too. <laughs> uh, so they voted on him yes, to go they back. they voted on him to go back. This motherfucker days. sailed across the ocean blue, not in 1492, but he gets all the way the fuck over there, sets up a colony. The birth of his granddaughter, three, four days later, they're like, hey, you want to go back where you just fucking came from? <laughs> This poor fucker. <laughs> He's like, all right, everything's shaping up. Everybody liking it. They're like, we, how like, we doing? We're liking it a lot. But you know what would be great is if you could get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Seriously. So two days later, White was gone, never to be, never to see them again. He was like, Audi five thousand bitches. He I never, gotcha. he never saw them again. I, gotcha. I know he didn't. Yeah, sad. His, sad his daughter and granddaughter. Yep, uh, gone forever. Goodbye. Gone, but not forgotten. <sighs> Actually, they were forgotten. <laughs> Meanwhile, 
when they returned to England, England was still at war with Spain, and no English ships were allowed to leave the ports. When White and his crew left, or returned to England. Yes. Yep. So when they got back, they were still at war, and yeah. no one was allowed to leave or enter, except for Rayleigh. Um, Rayleigh's men. Um, except Rayleigh managed to arrange for a two-ship relief mission that set sail in April 22nd, 1588, three months ahead of the fearsome Spanish Armada. Although, a fight with, uh, fight with the French left the ships limping back to England. So they set out on the relief mission. The French fucking killed them. Mm. Went back. So this is in April of fifteen eighty eight. Yep. So how long was this after um, White had originally left? What's our time frame? When at this White point? left. So this was about late August that he left. So August. So it would have August twenty first. He was done unloading all the ships, and two days later, so August twenty third is when he, he left. left. Yes. So they were there of for almost a year. 1587. Yeah, so about half a year they were in England again. Okay. He landed back in England for about half a year. Um, so they went on that relief mission. The French fucking killed them. They went back to England. So White was unable to send another mission until 1590. So two years later. Mm-hmm. Two fucking years later. Actually, um, 87 was when he left. But he arrived in 88, three months ahead of the fearsome Spanish Armada. So 1588 is when he tried to leave. Okay, either way. Either way. They weren't even able to try and get back again until 1590. Yes. So when our ship sailed for Roanoke, they were privateers that carried no settlers or supplies, only white. Because... So, yes. Everyone else had given up hope on Roanoke. And they couldn't afford to give supplies to a lost cause. Because of the war. So... What I had read, too, was that when they sent White out, they were expecting him to return within six months or a year. He was only supposed to be gone to go get more provisions and stuff, convince everyone to bring more stuff to set up. So here we are two years on, three years on afterwards, and everyone had given up hope on Roanoke because it had been so long. The war had been taking everything. so many relief missions that never carried out anything good. Exactly. Every time they tried, there was the one where they got hit by a fucking hurricane. Yep, and they or fucking, was that this one? They beached it. They yeah. got hit by a hurricane. They, um, they got fucked up by the French or the Spanish. Every time they tried to do it, something would so happen. So White, though, he had um, an emotional familial ties with the yeah, colony. His family's in co- exactly. In the so he was doing everything he possibly could just to get back, just to get back to yep. them. Yep. So that takes us to where we are now. Yep. In your in, in your telling. Yep. So, so they they brought him alone. They and no only supplies. brought him. They only brought him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when a storm sank one of the ships on arrival, as it does as every does. time, they were anxious to drop off White and leave. They just wanted to get out of there. They were like, "That dude's dead. We're gonna end up next. We gotta get the hell out of here." <laughs> Fuck this. So they were anxious to drop off White and leave. But on August eighteenth, a year later. Full year later, 1590, White had landed on Roanoke with a company of sailors. It was his granddaughter's third birthday. Yep. So three years to the day. Yep. Almost to the day. Three yes. years to the week, we'll call it, from the original landing to when he was yep. able to make it back. It was a full fucking year. Full three years. Yep. And it was on his daughter's birthday that they landed. Mm-hmm. Granddaughter's, granddaughter's yes. And it was their third birthday. But he's obviously not going to be able to see her. Mm-hmm. But the camp was abandoned. 
No sign of anyone at all. No one to be seen. No traces of yeah, anything. No traces. No structures. No signs of struggle. No signs of anything. No bones from like animals eaten. There was only one thing that was out of place that they found. Two things actually, but what yes, were they? Yes. It was a tree with the prescription, prescription, inscription, <laughs> with the word Croatoan carved onto a post, being the only inscription seen. Three years earlier, White and the settlers had agreed that if they were ever to move positions, they would indicate where they were going in just such a way. Mm-hmm. If they were in duress, they would carve a cross above the letters. This was not the case, though. So, yeah, three years after John White returns, gets to the island. Everyone's gone. There's, he finds the post with the word Croatoan carved into it. Now, as you said, that was what they had established that their message system would be, was you'd carve into... Uh, certain thing, certain post or, you know, whatever they had set up, you carve into it what your whereabouts or whatever. Because there was no cross, there was no sign of duress. Distress, duress? Duress. No struggle. Croatoan was actually the name of the neighboring tribe, one of the neighboring tribes we had talked about on Croatoan Island, which is now Hatteras Island. Fun name. Good stuff. So White believed that... In the three years they had to, they, they would have been faced with death, Famine, starvation, plague, disease. Yes, if they hadn't gotten supplies like they were supposed to. That was the whole reason why they sent him to was to go get supplies. Motherfucker doesn't come back for three years. Catfished him. Yep. <laughs> no. Um, Expecting a relief mission in, in at least. Never six fucking months. got it. Yeah. So they're thinking. So they wrote Croatoan on there. John White's thinking was they must have gone to the Croatoan tribe. But he never got a chance to explore it because there was a storm that came in just as they arrived. Yep, sank a ship. Yep. He was not able to get there to explore it. I believe in the years to come he made many attempts to, but it was never... Successful. Never successful. Something always stopped him some way, somehow. Even if he did make it to Ireland, he, he never met with them because there's no record of it. Right. John White died a few years after in one of Raleigh's mansions. I think it was in Costa Rica. I think it was. Uh, anyway. Well, John White never learned of the final fate of his family and the rest of the settlement. Yes. And nobody to this day has, but there are many theories to what actually happened. Yeah. Let's look at the evidence. Croatoan carved into a tree. Yep. The words, the letter C-R-O carved into another one. Yep. Maybe didn't get a chance to fucking finish writing it. So, that's the evidence. Three years' time. Croatoans were friendly, but we know now that they pissed the fuck off a lot of other fucking tribes. Sure did a lot to fucking not make friends. They weren't safe at all. Even the Croatoans, they fucking killed them. And they're like, can you just subtract that from our... our (laughs) Can you just... Take it off the tab. Let's start over. Let's start over. It's like when you piss somebody off in elementary school and your friends. Why don't we just start over, you know? (laughs) Hi, I'm, I'm Lennon. And I just fucking killed your family. <laughs> so, some of the theories that what happened are... A, most popular one. They left to go live with the Croatoans. We know they were a friendly tribe mm-hmm. under most respects. Yep. They were friendly with them. They had a good relationship. They wrote down... Not Their wrote name. down. They carved Croatoan. Yep. They didn't do that, that cross above it. Which, which means, means they weren't under duress. Exactly. They weren't fighting with anybody. Yep. 
It also could mean that they went to Croatoan Island and not with the tribe. Maybe. But most likely it would they would have the had tribe. them met up with the tribe yes. to do that. Yep. So they went there, abandoned it because they had no supplies, yep. and then just lived out their days with them and mixed into the Croatoan um, people, Native American tribe. Yeah, you got lineage down there. That's one theory. Yeah. The other theory, they all died of starvation, death, yep. famine, all of it. But that wouldn't explain why there was nothing there. Exactly. But that would mean no bodies. There, there, the the other bodies. thing is there was yep. no bodies. Exactly. The other thing is annihilation by another tribe, possibly the Croatoans. Yeah. Could they have been attacked by another tribe? Could they have been completely Quite wiped possibly. out by another tribe? There was tribe? about 20 tribes in that area. And they, how many of them hated them? 90% exactly. of them? <laughs> they they could have been writing Croatoan mm-hmm. as, uh, hey, it's Croatoans are attacking us. Mm-hmm. But never got a chance to carve in the cross. Maybe the, other, that one, maybe the other one was CRO because whoever was carving that one got fucking killed halfway through it. Right, so, but why would they have time to write two? You know exactly. There's that, and also again, and no if they were bodies. getting slaughtered, there's nothing there. Yeah, no bodies. Yeah. No, the other theory, aliens. What if the aliens? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ancient area, alien theorists believe. Huh? Ancient astronaut theorists believe. Yeah, there you go. There's a couple theories Could that be? Them, but yeah. still, to this day, no one knows for certain. Um, there is um, a group I think called the they're doing the Croatoan project. I think it was what it was called. Um, but what they're doing is they're checking, they're studying. Let's see, I got the website right here. Investigations in the lost, into the fatal lost colony of Roma continued over the centuries, but no one has come up with a satisfactory answer. In 2007, this is not the Crow Project. In 2007, efforts began to collect and analyze DNA from local families to figure out if they're related to Roanoke settlers, local Native American tribes, or both. Despite the lingering mystery, it seems that one thing has been thankful for. One thing to be thankful for. The lessons learned at Roanoke may have helped the next group of English settlers who had found their colony 17 years later in a short distance of a... No. So that didn't do anything either. That didn't they stop. just didn't find anything. It's just... No. So, joking aside with ancient aliens, yeah. what is your thinking on what happened? Well, what do you think happened? I think that they... They could have... They could have followed the trail and gone up to that copper mine up north mm-hmm. near the Chesapeake Bay area and maybe have lived in that area and lived with Skyco's family. The uh, Skyco was still part of the no, Roanoke, Skyco, right? No, Skyco, remember, he was the one, or they think that he was the one who was found hanging from a tree when by the fight um, near the 15 soldiers. Oh, so he was dead a while ago. Yes, back. he was dead a while ago back. But they could have gone north because that's where they were told it was basically like the promised land <laughs> mm. of that area. Why so, do you think they carved Croatoan into the tree then? Maybe they went with them. Maybe mm. I'm not sure. Use them as guides? Maybe, because they had known their way. And where was Monteo during all of this? They right. never mentioned what him either. Him? Right. And what tribe did he come from? Asamokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomokomok
Uh, my th- I don't know. I I think they ended up going to Croatoan Island and lived with Probably. the Croatoans. It was not close, but it was closer than most, yeah. and it was but friendly. But did they have ships to travel there? Did they need ships? Because Mon- you said Monteo was from Cro- was part yeah, of the Croatoans yeah. anyway. Could have had a way to get there. Yeah. Could have had a way to get there. There could have been. Yeah. He could have sent us. I don't know. He could have had some of his people on in, in you know, in yeah. the Roanoke colony. And been My like, only hey, thought is go back home, get us a whole bunch of boats. We're getting there because all those Croatoan yeah. natives have yeah. to get there somehow, you know. Yeah. My only thought is there should be some sort of evidence in those islands that suggests that, right? There should be like um, bodies or bones, at least. Well, or human or um, on, on Hatteras Island nowadays. Yes, Hatteras there Island. is evidence is there? that I did read about Hatteras Island Roanoke evidence. Pottery fragments, here we go, we got an article from the Smithsonian. Pottery fragments may hold clues to Roanoke colonists' fate. When a group returned to Roanoke in 1590, they found the colony, yep, they found an abandoned, we know that. So they found pottery. Mm-hmm. Archaeologists may have finally solved the mystery of the lost colony. Let's see, we got some lifetime research on it. Okay. They found a bunch of pottery. Dope, right? They found a bunch of pottery. Dope. They fucking figured out. Well, possibly. I don't know. I think they went to the island. You think they went up to the copper gold mine? Tuscan or something like that. Well, that is the Lost Colony Roanoke. You know, if you guys want to check it out, do some research yourself on it. What do I always tell you? I can't do everything for you. But we did the research today for you. (laughs) As we always do. And ladies, gentlemen, and squatches, thank you all for listening to this week's episode. Orion, thank you for filling in. Thank, thank you, you for joining much. us. It's been a fun episode. We'll get you back on again. Hopefully. If you wanted. I would like to. I don't know. Whatever you guys want. <laughs> uh, join us in the discussion. You can share your theories, your thoughts on the Roanoke Colony on our socials, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Our links are in the show notes. If you enjoy what we do here at Don't Touch My Sasquatch and would like to support us, join our Patreon to get bi-weekly bonus shows, discounts on merch, and direct contact with us to keep the conversation going. Hit the subscribe button for auto-downloads to listen first thing every Monday morning and drop us a five-star rating. This helps us to grow and bring you more content for you to enjoy. Join us next Monday for our next stellar episode. Write us, rate us, review us, and remember, stay curious, be vigilant, and don't touch my Sasquatch. Don't do it. Peace. See ya. He created it. Uh, I... I did that thing again, which you don't know about, but I skipped down on my notes on accident. I have to bounce my cursor on my words because I miss it, and I also have to zoom in on my notes. Just trying to reword it in my head so I can go. It's using money from there. Oh, fuck! <clears throat> I haven't done this since, like, episode three. It's using money since... Oh! Now, what new mission did she want? The first voyage. Which was? Captain by Gilbert. That was literally a transition to you. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and I was wrong anyways. It was a Captain Bay. No, it wasn't. Um, oh. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. Fucking Snapchat. All I heard was... <laughs> Fucking Snapchat. Don't worry, it wasn't a girl. <laughs>
Um, I get a sip of cough. Hold on. <coughs> Is it good? <laughs> oh. A so. father bought that cup for me. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck that guy. Bolt bastard. All right. So. Back of the back cave. Back of the back cave. Hee, I can do, biggity, bop, biggity, boo. Oh, Britannia, Britannia, you're so old. Isn't that how it goes? They dropped the ball on that they one. They dropped the ball on that one. And they definitely... I'm getting a call. Sorry about that. You've heard of the Northwest Passage? Yep. <laughs>